Tushar, we have to do the podcast all over again. No. I'm down, man. I'm always down. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the second episode of the Health and Mind Club podcast. There's so much to say. In today's episode, we'll navigate college life and the process of reaching there, how it impacts our mental health. This is the finish line. Everything that you will do from this point onwards hinges on everything that you have done and what you are doing right now. This is that period of time where people tell you not to get complacent, not to lose everything. This is the make or break time. And though it sounds very harrowing, it's the truth. And it's important that whatever you do and whatever you task, whatever task you undertake, right? Whether it's your schoolwork or whether it's your college applications, your entrance examinations, you do it with a positive outlook. You embattle yourself and you walk with sure-footed steps, right? Yes. Now with this, let's commence a discussion on steering mental health in college with our guest speaker, Mr. Tushar Tyagi, our school's own alumni who is now a computer science student in Arizona State University and the director of social media and outreach at Python Users Group. He will be joining us today to share his, share his experience managing college matters with a healthy mindset. Welcome, Tushar. Uh, thank you so much. It's really nice to be on here. And I hope um, I can give as much today to you guys uh, with this podcast. As you, our present president well-being would say, Tushar, how is your well-being? I would say, honestly, uh, compared to high school, it's um, insanely gotten better. Um, I've a lot of, I've had a lot of personality changes over the past year. I think the biggest one uh, has been, I had this bad habit to like compare myself with uh, other people. Okay, I'm better than this guy. I'm probably worse than this guy, and so on. But um, you know, when I was going to college, I did realize that if I'm gonna do this for all my life, it's gonna get, it's gonna get worse, right? Because in school, you have, let's say, what, 350 students. In college, you have 70,000 at least at ASU. And then uh, going beyond in life, there's billions of people. So if, if you keep comparing with others, um, it's only going to get worse. So I changed that to, uh, you know, just making sure that I'm doing better than I was doing yesterday or last month or last year. And I think it, it, it becomes very healthy for you because... Um, you become a lot more uh, better at, you know, just managing yourself. And even if someone is doing better, instead of thinking that, oh, this person is doing much better than me, you get an attitude where you're like, okay, how has this person done this? And how can I implement something similar? And it becomes a very growing atmosphere for yourself. So I would say I'm doing pretty nice. That, that's really great to hear because it's a very fast moving world and everyone is doing wonders. Right? There is, and there is no limit to opportunities. There's a place for everyone in this world. So yeah, that's actually pretty great to hear. Yes, exactly. It's good to hear that uh, we are embracing this thing of comparison. And we're actually um, at, at a point where we know that we're doing this and it's bad and we're growing from it. So um, let's begin. Um, our first question. Would you suggest preparing for yourself for the stress you get in college? Like, um, I think, like throughout school, especially these like 11th, 12th years, there's always this thing of, okay, I have to go to university at some point. I have to do things other than studying from textbook. So th there's so much stress, there's so much burden from people as well. And, and, and just in, in general, you start growing as a person from beyond of what you have been doing. So how was that phase for you? How did you cope with it? 
I think the transition from high school to college can be very interesting, very different for people. Uh, whenever someone asks me, uh, you know, what I always say is, uh, college is what you make out of it. Um, I personally have been involved in a lot of in a lot of work and extracurricular opportunities because I've had quite a journey to like getting to go to the US. So I'm very grateful for it. On the other hand. I also had access to all sorts of drugs or weed or uh, alcohol. So it, it's really where I've held weed in my hand uh, and it's been that accessible. Uh, so it, it's really where you set the boundary for yourself. Because the thing is, at, you know, uh, when you're in high school, um, you have to come back home. And so you can't come back home drunk or like high. Uh, but in college, you have that opportunity. And so what happens is, uh, you know, people under pure pressure specifically, um, you know, get influenced and uh, go towards the wrong path. And, and this happened with a lot of people. You know, I've, I've seen some of my batchmates completely change and it is actually uh, mind blowing as to how this happens. Uh, you'll see most of the people saying, I just want to try it once and they'll end up uh, getting into that spiral. But even outside of that, um, if I were to speak about how to manage all of this change, I think it's very important to start getting independent from high school itself. You know, over there in the US, I do my own laundry. I have to, you know, uh, clean, all, clean all of my stuff by myself. I have to organize the room so that I know everything's in place. And, uh, you know, just instilling some of those habits prior to going abroad or going to college in general, um, you know, would help you a lot. Um, you also want to make sure that you're living very healthy. Now, I would always be a week ahead. So what I mean by that is I'd finish all my assignments and stuff for the next week, the last week. And I always did this to be on the safe side because in January of this year, when I got COVID, when I was in the US, I was on bed for four days and I did not move. So, you know, doing something like that at least gives you that extra space. And trust me, uh, messing up with your health when you're abroad and alone or when you're in college and alone can be very dangerous because there's no one to look after you because other students have their things to do as well. And, um, you know, you're, you're all by yourself. So you want to make sure that you are not taking any risks with that. You know, eat well, sleep well. Uh, people do say in college, you don't get sleep. Trust me, I've slept for eight hours every single day. You have to set your priorities and it, it just goes by that way. So... A few, a few, you know, changes regarding independence here and there, a few changes regarding how you maintain your lifestyle. But if you take care of all of these things, you'd well prepared for that transition, I would say. Great. That's, that's good to hear. And um, it's a difficult journey, definitely, right? And it's also very overwhelming. You're going to a new place, you're seeing many new faces. Uh, are there other things that you noticed that were quite different from your life over here? and that you had to kind of adapt yourself to and accept in a sense? A very good question, I must say. So, uh, you know, given the fact that I've gone to the US, uh, obviously the people there have had completely different lives. And you're basically put together, uh, my roommate was uh, an American there. And given the fact that you've been put in a room with someone who has a completely different life, you guys have no common points you know, you guys don't have much of common points to talk about. Uh, building up communication from there and comfort uh, becomes a whole different thing. 
I would say many people are also intimidated by them uh, because, oh my God, he's an American and so on. But I think uh, college is a very open atmosphere. At least initially, everyone wants to make friends. You know, everyone's in the same boat. Everyone's uh, lonely initially and you want to reach out to people, make friends, you know, have, the, have those people around you. So that itself um, is mostly a healthy atmosphere. But what you want to do is take things slow. Uh, initially, I would be, you know, even though I'm an extrovert, I would say, uh, I would be very quiet around uh, Americans because, again, you're putting uh, someone into a completely unfamiliar environment. But over time, I've eventually gotten close enough to a point where if you take me into a room and you tell me, okay, ask somebody about where the food is, uh, instead of looking for an Indian specifically uh, to comfortably talk to him about it, I can look up to anyone and ask them about it. And the thing is, when you're going anywhere, uh, always try to make local friends. I'm, I'd met Nityansh uh, personally and I told him as well that, you know, it can be a game changer. Uh, if I hadn't been, uh, you know, friends with my roommate, my dad wanted it to be, uh, my dad wanted my, uh, my roommate to be Indian. But I was like, you know, the whole point of going abroad is to put yourself out, outside of that comfort zone. And only because I became friends with him, I got the opportunity to go to L.A., and we were on a Californian highway uh, in a 19, 1980s Jeep, you know. Such experiences are only when you have local friends and you can go around, travel with them and experience things. So uh, always step yourself outside of that comfort zone. You know, this is what I think adult life is all about. Uh, every day you have some new challenge in school. It's a very protected environment. Um, and we are, you know, constantly given that feeling of, feeling of safety. But when you're all by yourself, you know, there's everything. And so just make sure you're not intimidated. Go with the flow. Things normally do get sorted with time. It's all about patience and like understanding, looking from a different perspective. Makes so um, much sense. Very relatable. Yes, very, very. Especially the LA California thing, setting up very high expectations. Um, okay, so now uh, when you spoke about adulthood, um, at this cusp of young adulthood where you're supposed to kind of let people know that you're responsible and mature enough to handle your own self and, you know, take care of your own responsibilities. Do you tend to kind of settle down your vulnerability or like whenever you're talking to your loved ones, do you want, do you kind of mask wherever you have problems so that they feel like you're doing well and you don't want to like stress them out, especially your parents? Because I feel that my sister, she does that a lot. So, like, like, how do you do it? How do you get over it? Um, okay, so to be honest, uh, I do think that, you know, for example, when I had COVID, uh, I did not tell my parents I had COVID. I was talking to them normally. I was extremely, extremely sick to a point where, again, I couldn't get off the bed. Uh, but I only told them once I recovered. And the reason for that is, um, you know, again, it can vary from pe person to person, but... I just did not want to give my parents the stress when I knew they couldn't do anything. Even if I would tell them, they would stress out, give me more stress, and uh, they wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Again, you're, you know, on the other sides of the world. Uh, but, you know, in this environment, in, in this manner, it's not, uh, it's, it's, it's crucial that you do not make yourself lonely by like, uh, you know, not, not, obviously share everything with them, take care of the timing, but have a group of friends that you can be comfortable around talking about all of this. Uh, I think 
when you move to college, uh, your relationships change a lot. I've gotten closer to my parents for sure. Uh, but also with regards to like day-to-day problems, I would rather talk to maybe closer friends um, if it's an emergency, uh, but also share everything with my parents as well, if that makes sense. So, you know, places where stress could be, uh, could, could come up, I normally avoid uh, telling my family stuff back home, at least for the time being, but I've always kept them up with everything that's going on. Um, but, you know, make sure that wherever you're living, you have a couple of people that care a lot about you. And that is very important because that is what uh, gives you the feeling of not missing out on family. Uh, obviously, whenever you have vacations, you will come back, spend time with your family. Um, and again, this could also vary a lot from person to person. Uh, some people are extremely, extremely attached and close to their parents to a point where they cannot stop themselves from hiding things, uh, even if you know it may cause stress. Uh, and that may be the right thing for them. I think this is a very personal scenario. I just spoke about how I uh, go about it. But uh, it's all about what dynamic you have with yourself and your loved ones and go according to that I would say so like when you talk about sharing things with your close friends like for you personally how long did it take to develop these friendships or relationships uh, in the US I think uh, regardless of whether you go to the US or even in school uh, mm-hmm. I came to DPS when I was in grade 8 um, and I would say that I didn't have a close set of like confirmed friends by like um, grade 11 it took me around two years to like get like that solid uh, friendships uh, and so it can always depend from time to time uh, in the US it took me uh, I would say a semester or a little less than that um, in school it took me two years um, it only depends on the initial set of people you've put, you're, you're put around uh, luckily I had a roommate that I bonded with a lot And together we made a lot of other friends and we had a friend circle, you can say. But I also know some people that were put together with, you know, roommates that they didn't, uh, you know, match. Yeah, they they didn't really connect with. And uh, then your process becomes longer. Mm. Uh, But again, college is a huge place and you will always get to meet a lot of people, uh, even if, you know, your relationship with someone doesn't work out. So uh, I think time can vary a lot. It's all about um, not letting go of the journey. If, if you feel like you, not, you don't have uh, those set of friends around you, keep, keep looking for others. You will, college is huge enough to where you will find someone for yourself, for sure. Uh, I think in school, it's a very different environment because mm. if something happens, it goes viral uh, amongst the entire grade. And uh, in school, you know, because of, you know, given that we, we have just a strength of around three, four hundred students, uh, some people do not find their type. Um, and some of you guys may have noticed that some people do not have much of a friend circle at all. But in college, I would say almost everyone finds uh, a good circle for themselves. So patience is key and keep looking for people. Don't be disheartened and like let down yourself because it eventually happens. There are plenty of fish in this. Sure. Since we're talking about friends and relationships, 
Uh, do you think a friend who lacks ambition can be demotivating for you as well? Because right now it's it's become a thing, like especially in school, uh, a lot of people know what they don't want to do, but they don't have a clear idea of what they want to do. So their mm-hmm. whole focus is kind of distorted, and uh, they can't they lack a clear ambition. So do you think uh, that affects you in ways that it it could be demotivating for you, or you would want to comfort them by letting them know that even you're as not not hopeless but you know yeah, you were feeling in the same struggling yeah exactly um so i think the first step to knowing what you want to do is to know what you don't want to do um and i think that's not a bad place to start at but when you talk about uh, you know ambition and how your friend circle is you know it depends from person to person um i have all sorts of friends i would say um some are you know extra ambitious doing a lot of things at this stage of life already and some are taking it slow but fact of a uh, fact of life is that everyone has their own um uh, time periods um some people start late but end up going bigger um uh, some people start early but don't go as big uh, a, a very funny thing i say is with regards to money would you rather be a millionaire at 22 or a billionaire at 40 most people will probably choose a billionaire at 40 uh, because hey that's a billionaire so and and then they disregard the fact that 18 years um uh, are are gone by between and so you know everyone has their own uh, journeys regarding that but if i find a friend that i feel like is blacking out on uh, you know fi- figuring themselves out or like figuring what what life has in store for them i try to talk to them about what their plan is you know for this semester or what you plan to do after college or uh, i think it's conversations that can truly spring up something in their minds um uh, because honestly everyone wants to do something in their life okay uh, and everyone be it some some people want to make money some people want to become a politician some people want to run ngos but everyone wants or some people just want to have fun as well but even to have fun you need to have money and and stuff like that uh so everyone wants to do something in life i think it's all about helping at least your friends around figure that out um i always believe that conversations can fix anything um for example my dad had given me a clear no uh you know for starting anywhere outside of india uh but here i am today and you know things happen when you co- co- when you converse so um talking is definitely the best way of like bringing people out of any situation or like f- giving people a new way to think or giving people a new perspective um but i would say that always promote at least amongst your friend a healthy growing environment and uh try to help them uh see you know how they can figure out things most of us know how our friends are as well and uh, you know we have the ability to give them that good idea uh, it's about how selfless we can be and you know help them around it because it's these people that later on will remember you and will value you and will uh, probably you know be there if you ever go down so uh, make sure that you know you, you look after everyone it's it's nice yeah but once you start looking after people you have to make sure you don't do that at your expense right i mean i think that's where you have to set very important boundaries because it happens a lot at least in this period of time where everyone is deciding 
and it's also a rat race because everyone wants to go to the top colleges and everyone is almost competing with each other so i think once you um, narrow down on what you really want to do i would like to know about your journey in this process was it stressful and do you think that at the end of it it's worth it and the stress and everything with regards to your application and interviews did it all pan out the way you wanted it to be so i believe that's a set of two questions the first one is how far do we let ourselves go in to mm. towards helping people and the second one is what do i think about how my process went yeah. uh speaking of the first one you know i always tell everyone that in this world everyone is selfish mm. okay people take that in a very negative side people think selfish means pulling others down my definition of selfish is just pulling yourself upwards doesn't need to be pulling others down um and when i say this everyone has a motive for everything they do in life um you may think i have no incentive to do this podcast but i like talking so i'm glad that i'm here um and if i'm deciding to help some friend i like doing it and that's why i'm doing it yes for sure set a limit to the number of people you're supporting cuz and th- at this stage of life if you get too selfless and get too much into the process of like helping others and disregarding yourself uh later on it may affect you but um you know take care of the quantity ensure the quality um and uh, you know i would say keep a balance um everyone has priorities set set it accordingly and make sure you follow that priority standard um and as far as my process is concerned regarding applications and everything i normally am a person that does not like to say i have any regrets and even in this case i don't think i have any regrets with how the process went um you know i had gotten into purdue uh, and i thought that would be a better university for me but i couldn't be happier uh, about being at asu with the scholarship or you know with the things i've got or the, with the opportunities i've had just in my freshman year um i believe i've started to believe now that it's all about your ability over anything else and uh, just how much i've improved in terms of the things i'm doing in college over high school uh, does blow my mind at least um and so i would say that my process has been fruitful uh, obviously at during high school it can get very intense i remember i didn't study for pre boards got like 30s in my pre boards uh, because i was all busy writing essays uh, i did not study for them um but at the end of the day it all works out got 96 without writing exams so so it's it's all it's all cool you're setting very bad precedent <laughs> um see i i would say uh i i'm not trying to promote like not studying uh but you obviously have to figure out priorities i had to go to college so essays were important mm. and these were pre board exams i knew by the last pre board i had started studying and by then i was preparing for boards so at times you know things in life priorities have to change um and that's okay just make sure that you still know that you're not heading towards a wrong path it's not like i was partying and mm. uh, you know not studying for pre boards i at the end of the day i was doing some work that was going to benefit me itself and it was necessary to do um and so when the time comes study when the time comes write your essays when the time comes um party you know mm. five years down the line if you think you're doing great in life go party or after exams uh, when you're in college go party on the weekends if you think you're a little free go do it for sure it's not it's not my thing 
but uh, i know many people do enjoy it do things that you enjoy they always help you keep uh, you know maintain that uh, balance in life but your core priorities keep them standard uh, you know with time if they fluctuate that's okay but uh, at the end of the day overall they should be there standing strong yeah i would not want to set, you know set a bad precedent but I, i'm just trying to be honest and frank regarding how things do become Mm-hmm. and honestly if you ask most of my seniors even they'll say that they didn't have time to study for let's say maybe the first pre board because of essays and stuff like mm-hmm. that a better decision would be to probably start with your essays earlier on but most people don't do that um and if that happens then do this otherwise obviously you guys can start writing your essays even right now so it it's it's all about it brings us to a very important thing right you have to do your essays you have to study for your pre boards how do you find that balance how do you get that motivation that i have to finish this in this stipulated period of time i have to do this now i think a very uh, basic fact that all of us forget is that we are doing this all for ourselves mm-hmm. uh at the end of the day if we don't do any of this it's our loss at the end of the day if we do all of this it's our benefit and i think if you care about yourself which i think most people do uh you will you know put in the work and um, i think the motivation is all about you know looking at where this may take you and uh, i knew that all that i was doing was going to fulfill my dream of studying abroad mm. uh, which meant a lot to me and because it meant a lot to me i put in uh, all that i had you know in myself to uh, give in to these essays or the exams or the application process uh time management is very important i would say definitely definitely start early um even right now people will think that oh right now is the time to give sat or things like that uh trust me if you f- start up with your essays right now and finish them by october you will be very very calm by the time uh your um, pre boards come and yeah. you'll be able to study and spend time on that um i would say and i've started applying this in college right i told you guys mm-hmm. i finished my assignments a week uh, earlier uh, and you know even though i've i've started this late going into college uh, if i had done this in high school with my college applications i would have been uh, much more at ease regarding you know the application process a difference in my batch was also that we were all online so i did not have to give the time for like being in the bus or uh, you know occasionally if i thought i'd already studied something that was going on i would i would get work done but given the the actual scenario school works in right now now that it's in person that would not be possible at all and if i hadn't uh, if that had had not happened with me with um you know the the whole uh, e learning thing uh, i would have been in a bad place and so definitely start early it doesn't harm you and I'm, i'm sure it's possible so and uh, do you have any tips for students to find that balance you know with your college stuff your exams and your personal life you know when you should go party not partying metaphorically party um what i do is every single day uh, either before i sleep for the next day or when i wake up um and i've been doing this for i would say about 2 th- 3 years now uh except for the vacations of course i make a list on my notes app um 
and every single day i put down every single task it doesn't just have to be work one of my tasks can also be okay hanging out with nityansh um or you know i'm i'm honestly very lazy when it comes to hygiene so i even put brushing as one of my tasks so that i do it um uh, and it does help a lot because i love it when by the end of the day everything has been checked and it's such a satisfying feeling Dopamine. but exactly. but you know every, everything's a task people think that hanging out cannot be put in uh, to a task list but you need to do that to make sure the balance is there uh, and again take everything one step at a time i just make this list for a day i don't make it for a month for a year and that is why i can finish this list every single day even if I've, even if i have like a big project that will take a week i will within that task list i'll put up uh, some point up to where i have to finish that so um, set goals for every day or if you want it to be a little larger every week probably not more than that uh, so that what you do here is take things one step at a time and you are also uh, feeling that progress because when you check things off you feel like you've done work you go to sleep much better um and uh, you know this is probably a really good way to like keep your stuff organized um and you know eventually fulfill your bigger goals by fulfilling your smaller ones so that that's how i go about it at least i really like that yes it helps personally it does help like i've done it for few days but yes it depends on how we want to maintain it at the end of the day for sure okay speaking about um, priorities and goals um have you ever faced an instance where there's an inner conflict within yourself realizing what you have to prioritize and um at what extent do you have to finish um a goal or or something of that sort and do you think a healthy mindset or you know organizing and the way that you already explained this how how much will that help honestly speaking and this may sound like a surprise it's very rare that that happens with me because uh, since i move in advance with regards to everything it, you know such a situation where i have conflicting goals regarding uh, what to be what what is to be done uh, comes up extremely occasionally but even if it happens um i i always try to think about the big picture if i don't do uh, let's say i have tasks x and y if i don't uh, and i have to finish both of them um you know i i will try to see where do i need to put in more efforts and where can i manage with less efforts if let's say um uh, it's it's two different assignments from two different classes uh and both of them have uh the deadline at 12 in the night and I, and this is at 9 pm uh i would look at which class i'm doing worse at and maybe work on that assignment because i know that class needs a better grade than the other one uh you normally do not want to put yourself in that position uh which is why do everything early but if it happens uh which you know occasionally it will for sure uh always try to look at which one would be the better decision to make uh and uh, try that at least you can put minimal efforts for both of them uh to take them to some uh extent uh it's not a very good situation to be in uh, and you want to avoid it uh which is why you know plan out things uh but if it happens just go that way i would say Okay, so now just to finally like wrap it up, wrap up conversation. I know you love to talk, but we have to finish. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh, 
any any words for how for people like us how rewarding how rewarding is it actually going to be when we get into college is it all going to be worth it of course it's a personal opinion but you know a little few words um so something that i like to say is that uh, you only work for things that you haven't gotten in life uh you know i've never been too demanding regarding materialistic things with my parents just cuz i i just feel like i'll get more satisfaction when it's my own money and that is why i'm very much looking forward to graduating and um, you know if uh, everything's executed as per plan and i make a good amount of money which should uh, hopefully be the case uh, i'll get to do all of that and that is my motivation every single day you know knowing that um the future is only going to be better um uh, you know i can buy myself uh whatever i'd wish or i can buy my parents what i'd like to i can go travel i can fulfill any of my hobbies um and you know it's it's all about looking at what the better picture eventually is going to look like um it's very rewarding it's very rewarding i would, I would say for sure you know this semester i made 1800 working a bit here and there not too much just five hours a week but um, you know when you have your own money coming to the bank uh, it's a very exciting feeling you know you start to feel like you're finally adulting and you're finally making an impact for yourself um and yeah uh, uh, from there it's all upwards so trust in the process believe that the result will be there and uh, you will find yourself motivated enough you're doing this all for yourself remember that So I think that advice is going to ring in everyone's head once they when they start with all the university stuff. Got to think about the six figures. Yes. <laughs> We can end. I'd like to end by quoting Tushar. Would you like to be a millionaire at twenty-two or a billionaire at forty? Yes. <laughs> it's it's all about time, man. Uh, some some days it'll take longer. Some days some people it'll take shorter. Um, trust. Are are you a role model to to Siddharth? Uh, <laughs> we have very different frequencies but we definitely do learn a lot from each other uh, just like every other sibling relationship we have a lot of uh, ifs and buts uh, when we talk but uh, you know he he does great and what he pursues i do great and what i pursue but we have definitely uh, some qualities we try to inhibit from each other but it's 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 the uh, you know average sibling relationship i would say It was so great having this discussion with you. I'm I personally have picked up a lot of points from here. So thank you everyone for joining in for episode two of them. There's so much to say. Stay tuned for more.